It's your boy Dave. Your boy. And with me as always is the hot man Shane. Whoop whoop. Whoa, easy with the whoop whoops, pal. Wait until all you jugglers. <laughs> no, 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 no. Cancel the show. It's canceled. Canceled. Now I hurt myself. <laughs> oh, oh, I get it. That guy. Yeah. Superhuman. I don't know. I think that's his name. Uh, A.K.A. The Shane Bart. Oh, with us is the rambling man, Russell. Hey, yo, Dave. How you doing? I'm doing great, pal. How are you? Good. I'm good. Been good. good. Doing good. Good. So I like to hear. Yep, yep. A lot of goods. Mm -hmm. A.K.A. Russell Mania. Oh, yeah. Also with us, a very special guest. I forget what name I used for. Classy Clayton. I remembered. Hey, girls. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being on the show. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Awesome. This is the DQB Weekly. Where we talk about news, uh-huh. movie, movie news, news. Uh-huh. Um, for, for now, for now, <laughs> until they're, we're not allowed to we'll talk about that today. We'll talk about that. Uh, we talk about a bunch of random shit here all the time. Talk Nerd about stuff. Nerd stuff mainly. We're going to have to start just talking about comic books and video games. That's it. Which is, that's fine. And tapes. We can talk about tapes. That those strikes will be next. I know. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Dude, I'm surprised the comic book writers haven't struck like a long time ago. Yeah. Everyone but. should just strike, burn it down. I'm Start with that. Over. Agreed. Tear up the sod, plant new seed. <sighs> then burn that too. I if if it goes sour, yes. I mean the world's <laughs> getting hot enough, it's gonna burn. Just Get a head start. Yeah. Uh, what a good start. <laughs> Doomcast. <laughs> that, that's what we do. We just like it when we can't talk about anything anymore. We just have like an existential crisis podcast. No. <laughs> I mean, you have a depressed I do that every day gay man work. in his 30s on here. Of course, it's going to be gloomy. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, first up on this really awesome podcast, it's not about. <laughs> Sad Nihilist shit. <laughs> is headlines. Headlines. I'm going to start with some sad news. <laughs> God damn it, Russell. I just said that we aren't doing that. Clayton the Grim Reaper strikes again. <laughs> so the last time Clayton was here, Tina Turner had passed away. Oh, shit, yeah. And I today, uh, as of like 1 p.m. or something like that, Sinead O'Connor has passed away at 56 years old. 56? What yep. the fuck? What the uh, fuck? Almost one year after her 17-year-old son died. Oh, yeah. I remember Jesus. we talked about that, too. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, there is no confirmation, so we won't speculate. Uh, but a lot of news articles are speculating. Oh, God. So... Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see anything when I saw it. By the time this drops, you might know already. Yeah. Yeah. It's fair. Uh, Today is Wednesday. Uh, So as of this recording, uh, we are unsure of why she has passed away. But her family said that she has passed away and they would like to be left alone. 
So hopefully everyone yeah. honors those wishes. Standard privacy, requesting privacy yeah. uh, statement. Yeah. It's it's super sad, though. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, she has uh, 10 studio albums for those that only know nothing compares to you. Uh, I mean, she still has them. <laughs> no. Yeah. She doesn't have any. She's still out there. Yeah. There, there, she has released 10 studio albums over the course of her career. She's <laughs> a badass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is, is super badass. Um, she is from Ireland. Um, is Chris Christopherson still alive? I feel like the answer to that is no. I think he is, isn't he? I'm guessing no. I don't know. He is still alive. He's 87. Oh. Holy shit. See, he's I old enough. He My died. guess wasn't unfounded. No, no, totally. <laughs> he's, I, he's just old as shit. If you want to like cry a little bit, go watch the Chris Christopherson and Sinead O'Connor video. Oh, that's fucked yeah. up. Anyway, but then I would think about a Star Is Born with him and Barbara, and I just don't ever want to think about that movie again. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's sad news. It's out of the way. Okay. You got better news? I do. Sweet. Oh, you, you sandwiched want... it? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, sad sandwich. You want some nostalgia? Yeah, I give it to me, nostalgia. Daddy. You want some nostalgia? I got some nostalgia for you. Ryan Reynolds has announced his studio, Maximum Effort, will be involved in bringing back Biker Mice from Mars and Alf. Alf? <laughs> Whoa, Alf? <laughs> How I saw I the Biker this? Mice on Twitter from Mars all thing. the time. I hadn't seen this bit of news. <laughs> what awesome. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm stoked. Yeah. Alf was slightly before my time, but still an iconic figure of my childhood I saw everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so the Biker Mice from Mars is the is the headline. Like that's that's in all the headlines with like everything I've seen where they're talking about this, but then when you read the article, it talks about he he's talking about bringing Alf back as well. Maybe they had already I feel announced like that's that. Barry in the lead. Yeah, the, I feel like <laughs> Alf is bigger. They must have already announced that, but previously, and like we'd missed it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't because like burying that seems really weird unless they're just like dude biker mice from mars is just a weird headline so let's go with that yeah also yeah. i feel like uh today or something is sandra bullock's birthday and ryan reynolds shared a throwback picture of them from the set of the proposal fully oh. nude happy birthday sandra bullock <laughs> <laughs> is she fully nude yeah they had that nude scene in the proposal where they were like she was out of the shower or something and they like run into each other and Anyway, yeah. he shared it. It was okay. like a behind-the-scenes picture. Are they both nude that. in this picture? I did not look at it, but I would think probably. I don't think it shows anything. I'll be back in seven and a half minutes. That's kind of specific. Poor Cassie. It's kind of a long time. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, that includes travel time, but like, <laughs> yeah. he's got to get in there. He's got to get his pants down at least. And just a little, uh, little reaching, I think. Find the picture, clean up, come back. Like so, <laughs> he didn't say he was going to clean up. It's true, he <laughs> didn't say that. 
Well, this got oddly specific. So, like, if you th- do, you think that like if he brings Alf back, that he'll just like pick up where it left off? Because isn't isn't the end of Alf? He gets like he finally gets taken by the government. Yeah, I think it is. Because it's like super dark. It's, yeah, like, super I think dark like ending. of like a fucking like SWAT team shows up and takes him. Yeah, yeah, I think. So it's like this when he breaks out. So it's like post been experimented on Alf, and he's like, it's like super dark. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's more like a fucking uh, Wilfred. Yeah, Wilfred. So it's like more like Wilfred, less like old Alf. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I still watch. love to eat cats. Alf ate cats. Yeah, well, now I don't want to watch it. It's <laughs> horrifying. I think he always talked about eating cats. I don't know if he actually ate a cat. That's fine because the, show... the temptation. That's that's not wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. the show <laughs> was you act on it. like mildly dark the whole time, and then the ending was just really dark. I think, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So 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 just embrace the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, up next on headlines, um, I have been very critical of The Rock recently. Uh-huh. Uh so I did want to go ahead and highlight this in headlines uh because it's a positive thing from the rock. So a positive um, rock. Yeah. It's an uh, amazing thing. I know what this is. Dwayne the Rock Johnson has given a historic seven-figure donation to the Striking Actors and Writers Fund of SAG-AFTRA. Uh it's the largest single donation that they've ever received from one individual at one time the union had shared dang damn all right yeah all right i will say the rock i don't love all of his career choices per se but one of my friends in the film community has really been on hard times and around the holidays the rock uh did some very nice things for them out of the goodness of his heart so i think he's a pretty decent person well that's good there was he had some Poor press recently. <laughs> so I figured with that being good, we would highlight that. Yeah. Huh. Oh, uh, I do have confirmation of the ending uh, on Alf. Uh, this is when you Google Alf ending. Mm-hmm. It just says, everyone remembers the 80s sitcom Alf ended on a happy note. The titular villain Alf finally gets captured and taken to a military base, freeing the Tanner family from their four-year hostage situation and ensuring the safety of cats everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so Al's the villain? I've never watched that much Al. <laughs> no, that's totally... I feel like this like is a, a funny read on this. Fucking yeah. weird hot take. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense, though. Like, he did cause a lot of shenanigans and hijinks yeah. for that family. Yeah. But he did. Anyway. All right, you guys ready to get into the dark stuff? Always. <sighs> uh, yeah. Maybe. Uh slightly dark and then we'll get darker. Uh <laughs> NBC Universal was slapped with a fine for trimming trees along the sidewalk striking actors and writers are using for shade. A massive $250 fine hit the studio this week <laughs> as the city sold the studio out for illegally trimming the trees. The oh. citation specifically is for trimming trees without a city permit and is a set fee for first-time offenders with repeat offenders being able to be fined up to $1,000. Well, 
Oh no, how are they going to pay for that? I don't know. Did you see these trees, Russell? Uh, I saw an after photo. It was yeah. ridiculous how much they trimmed them down. They, and they somebody posted pictures of past trimmings of these trees. And I mean, it was way further than they ever had been done. Yeah. Like they literally did it just to fuck over the people striking. Did yeah. you see Disgusting. the stuff that they've done like this week? They put up a bunch of fences around all the sidewalks mm-hmm. and tore up all the sidewalks. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? So you, the people that were picketing on the sidewalks are now like, they have to be in the street, which isn't safe. And it's not safe for people that just walk through the general area. <laughs> what is so what? crazy is that when this strike <laughs> is over, they're going to have to sit across the table from these people. Uh-huh. Knowing what they think of them. Yeah. Like. It's just burn it down, start over. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fuck that. Jesus you Christ. Know studio is it meeting their needs? That is a much, much smaller studio. A24. 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 Yeah. 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 A24 is like, basically was like, we'll give you what you want. Yeah. Which is super cool. A24 is awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, they can all afford it. Oh, yeah. I saw like a breakdown of the percentage of their profits that they need to meet the minimum demands that the that SAG after has, and it was like less than one percent for all of them. Oh yeah, the money they want is nothing. It's not about that. Yeah, I think what the fuck was uh, Disney was like point oh nine percent, so like nine hundredths of a percent. Jesus Christ. And then the other ones, like, there was one that was, like, 0.2%, and that was, like, the highest. The streamers don't want to give out their numbers, and the studios don't want to give on AI. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking nuts, man. It's fucking wild. So, let's go ahead and dig in a little further. Yeah. Yay! Also, amongst the strike, Netflix posts a job opening. <laughs> oh god the job title is ai project manager and has listed pay for it listed pay is from three hundred thousand to nine hundred thousand dollars job duties are creating objectives and goals for machine learning platforms and helping educate others on the usage of the machine learning platforms the machine learning platforms is also uh, another term for the AI programs being used. Yeah. We're just going to be watching a bunch of AI stuff from now on. Uh, it appears so. But... I mean, Disney already used AI for the intro to one of their shows, so. That's true. And yeah. a lot of people didn't watch it because of that, including myself. Also, fuck that show. Show sucks anyway. So I don't heard worry I didn't about miss it. out on anything. No, it's uh, today's I, the finale, so I think uh, it sucked. I think Secret Invasion is ushering the death of everything. The MCU. Oh, okay. Both. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, the, the MCU would be the end of everything. You're right, yeah, Shane. Yeah. You're right, Shane. Well, I, I, I agree. Not... <laughs> um, we're so down today. Yeah, I, I'm really glad I uh, yeah drove glad here I, to do this, guys. Glad Sweet. I came out of the basement for this existential crisis that we're having. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah. So Netflix posted a job amongst the strike uh, like during the strike like this job went up today or it could have went up yesterday it either went up Tuesday or Wednesday recent. but uh, uh, I don't know what they pay their executives but that's a that's a pretty big posting between it could three pay and for nine. 37 writers to get or actors to get insurance for their families yeah on the on the low end yeah not even on the high end yeah yeah because it's $26,000 a year to yeah. get insurance. You couldn't live on that here. Imagine no. trying to live on that in fucking LA. No, you would have like 16 fucking and roommates. And percent of the actors can't even get that? Yeah. Like, that is stupid. Yeah. No, I mean, like, that's the thing that I don't... Th- I think a lot of people don't get is that, like... They're not striking about like Tom Cruise yeah. and Matt Jessica, Damon. Jessica Chastain's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's about... It's about all the extras. It's about all the fucking people that work on the set. Yeah, it's about, and I mean, what they get paid for something, they might only work on that for once, yeah. however long. And it's so expensive to live out there, and they've got to pay their agent, they've got to pay their manager, they've got to, like, all this other shit. So right. what they actually take home is not that much. Yeah. There was a lady, um, I don't know what her name is, but I know I've seen her in multiple things, uh, that was, I saw her talking about... um she gets roles like minor roles in shows all the time. They're speaking roles, but it's like a guest star basically. Right. And they came up with a new term for the roles that she was getting. And it's just like all the studios are doing it. That is below guest star. So they don't have to pay her a guest star amount. Right. Yeah, <laughs> see the face you're making. Uh, I don't remember. I'm so annoyed. I know, but it's like not in any of the uh, the the agreements with the guild because like all the, the guild is basically like if you are this thing, you get paid a minimum of this much. If you mm-hmm. get billed as this thing, you get paid a minimum of this much, and so on and so forth. Right. But then the studios make new things so that they can pay people less. And then it still include them in the credits, right? So she was like, for this type of role, you get paid between like five and eight thousand dollars for an episode. And like that sounds like a lot to us because that's like a few months of work or several months of work, depending on if you make minimum wage or not, right? Right. And that's not livable. Yeah. Um, and she was like, So, you know, that sounds good. And then I I string together three or four of these. Um and people see me and stuff, and they think I'm doing good. But I'm not, because if I string together four of these at $5,000, I don't get, I only make $20,000 that year, and I still don't make it to my uh, minimum for getting insurance through SAG. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's insane, right? Somebody that you recognize, and that you've even seen. even with that, that's not even what she would take home. Yeah, and that you've seen in multiple shows for years... Someone that is a recognizable actress, like, just doesn't get paid enough to live where we live, like, which is like a fraction of the living costs of where they live. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. 
Yeah, that's that's real dumb. And she's a recognizable actress. She's not even a fucking extra, right? And she can't make she can't make enough. I mean, even the recognizable people talking about they used to be able to make a living off of residuals on TV and stuff, but on Netflix, like it'll be something that everybody was watching. Yeah, and they'll get a check, and it's like three cents. Yeah, yeah. There's a breakdown for like all the office all the office people and how much they made when the office was on Netflix and it was not good. It's disgusting. Strike for three years, ruin them. They, I I think in the time the I think Netflix made $9 billion in the time that the office was on Netflix. And I don't think any of, in, in the several years the office was available on Netflix, none of them made uh, what was the highest one? I think the highest one was like $3,500. I don't, I don't have it. I don't know, but it's crazy. Yeah. It was not like it should, that should be livable. Like that should, it mm-hmm. should have been a livable wage for all of them. Yeah. Because the friends actors make like 20 million a year or something just in residuals for friends from reruns all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's in syndication everywhere. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and they're, that's how it used to be. Yeah, they mm-hmm. locked streaming their, was like, no, it'll be fine. It'll all work out. They locked their contracts. Uh, the last season, they they locked their contracts in. I think that's what it was. Uh, I don't know how many seasons of Friends there is. But yeah, but they remember. like that was a big thing too. Like that's it's kind of like what happened with Seinfeld. Like somewhere during the show being the most popular show at the time. Yeah. The actors are like, hey, we need new contracts. And then they were, the studios were going to fuck them then. Yeah. But then they couldn't, they couldn't, you know, come up with something that would work to fill the time slot and still like drag in the advertisers at the time when it was all on TV. Right. So they were yeah. like, okay, we'll give you this and we'll give you these residuals and everything. And that'll make sense for now. And then once, you know, you get different technology and stuff, they start trying to fuck people. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was uh, that's another reason. I mean, I'm sure we've talked about it before, but that's also the reason we were getting Rick and Morty so spread out was because uh, Dan and Justin kept holding out for larger contract payouts. Yeah, like not just for themselves, but for everyone else. Yeah, and on the roster, Cartoon Network is one of the worst. Has yeah. always been one of the worst for that yeah. shit. Also, Hollywood accounting make this make sense. My Big Fat Greek Wedding is one of the most like successful indie films ever. It was made for like nothing and made a, almost four hundred million or something. Yeah. Sure. Considered a failure and is in the red. Make that make sense. What? Yeah, so, Look it up. Yeah, so like that that shit always the budgets for movies and stuff are fucked up. Um and streaming has fucked it up even more because like uh they don't really ever release the budget refused, for marketing they refuse to ever release i mean a lot of things don't release stuff for marketing but you can generally kind of guess usually for a movie to be considered successful it needs to make three times what its budget is right yeah because to you have to for marketing and everything yeah because you usually you're going to guess that it's going to be the same budget for making the movie as it is for marketing. And you could guess that. I don't know. 
know that's, what it runs down, but it's like if it makes twice, it's generally just kind of uh, it might break even. But three yeah. times is like all right, it's a success. But I don't have the numbers in front of me because my phone is charging. But just throwing out, I want to say my big cracky wedding was made for like six million dollars or something yeah, yeah. stupid. Yeah, and made over three hundred million. But according to studio accounting, it lost money. Right. Bullshit. I mean, that's been a that was a thing. They're basically going through the same shit that. Um, and that movie came out in what early 2000s yeah they're going yeah. through the same shit that the that musicians have been going through for a long time because like the streaming of music and like downloading music and stuff mm-hmm. kind of came first i mean you were like pirating movies and the same time you were pirating music but like it was different like it didn't hurt movies the same way that it right. hurt that it hurt music yeah um and now as honestly pirating movies is film preservation at this point yeah yeah with like everybody taking shit off of streaming services that's becoming a huge thing too like consumers are going to start seeing like we are going to start seeing the problem because they're going to start getting greedy and if you've bought anything digitally you're going to lose it soon yeah and you're going to have to go to their streaming service like you're not going to be able to if they take away something i purchased digitally i will not do anything because I'm lazy, but I will inside the <laughs> giant fit. And oh, it's gonna, to it's, it's gonna happen. People. It's gonna happen very soon. Because when I was on drugs and sold all my stuff, when I rebuilt, all of my shit is digital. I hardly have anything physical copies anymore. I'm sorry, but you're gonna lose all of it. Ugh. All of it? No, uh, it's our. I'm <clears throat> guessing it's gonna happen in the next few years. It's already happened. It's already happened once before, but I don't remember what the service was called. It was. I remember there was a service that went under. I don't think it was Movies Anywhere. No, Movies Anywhere is still a thing. Yeah, that's still a thing. But there was was something like Movies Anywhere. Yeah. And a bunch of people had purchased movies on it, but when... So that company got bought for rights... And then when that when they bought that company, they axed that service. Yeah, and they didn't transfer people's rights over to yeah. the oh, end. See, I thought it, I vaguely remember that happening, and I think I might have had some stuff in there, but I think it all transferred. I think it was. I want to say it was around seventeen, eighteen. Well, there were multiple of those services at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So it might yeah, have there, been a different there was one. a lot more. So the uh, problem is, is that everything has an end user license agreement. Yeah. And basically everything that you purchase digitally is not yours. You don't own it. Feels like I own it. Yeah, they, they <laughs> want you to feel like right. you own it. And then when they take it away, they're going to be like, well, if you read the fine print on the 732nd page of the end user license agreement, it suck if that, that happened, you just hit A on. I went to college. I know how to pirate. I'm fine. Yeah. Oh, there was also an Amazon update where some people lost some rights to stuff they had purchased on Amazon because that Amazon. That was like last year. Was that last year? Yeah. Because Amazon lost the rights. Uh-huh. So then they had to take the copies that you had purchased on Amazon away. I've had it happen uh, with video games. And I've talked about this before on the yeah. show. Like, That's true, too. Years and years ago, I bought uh, several like uh, arcade remasters of games uh, from Xbox. And they lost the rights after like three years or something like that. Should have gone PlayStation. No, fuck you. Uh, PlayStation <laughs> is garbage, but false. 
It is. Hey, I'm here too, guys. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Hi, Dave. <laughs> PlayStation is garbage, but it, it's, it's not. I mean, Sony will do the same thing. They don't fucking give a fuck. Yeah, Sony does uh, not give a I'm fuck. I'm just gonna say, man, I'm set. I got so much physical media. Yeah. I used to. God, you remember my fucking library, Russell? This entire room just full of shit. I do. So I was like heavily contemplating kids. selling the like twelve boxes of DVDs I have, In but I think I'm just gonna hang on to them. At you this never point. get rid of them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I wish I had kept my giant VHS collection because when I switched DVDs, I got rid of those and got DVDs, and then same thing when I went to Blu-ray. Yeah. And I wish I had just kept everything, all of it. I never, same. I never really made the switch to Blu-ray. Though I only have like seven or eight things on Blu-ray, and I. I'm oh, pretty sure it's all of, of Christopher Nolan's movies. Now. Do what? I said a lot of my stuff's on 4K now. I've already been just slowly upgrading. Yeah. I have a bunch of Marvel movies on Blu-ray, but I don't have all of them. It's all a ploy to get us back into theaters. It's all a ploy to go to theaters only. No. I mean, it is the best way to see a movie. It's all a it ploy. Is. Yeah, it is all a ploy, <laughs> but we're not sure of the end game. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so for headlines, we got one more thing to talk about and cover, so let's go ahead and talk about that. Um, because, we, I mean, this is all leading somewhere. Yeah. And so sag after Shane, I want you to take take this over. Yeah, uh, so sag after uh, has issued some guidelines for uh influencers um and we're not pretending that we have a following more than you know ha half a dozen people or whatever hey man it might be two dozen <laughs> at this point but uh they they issued this they issued this guideline and it says uh sag after has told social media influencers that even if they are not a member of the guild they'll be barred from ever joining if they cross the picket line by accepting work for struck studios or streaming services during the strike and warned against posting in support of the studios movies even as a fan um and we we obviously from how we've been talking we all support the uh the screen actors guild and the writers strike yep um, and the other strikes everyone yeah strike. and um i was raised on the newsies burn it down <laughs> <laughs> So we were kind of wanting to put it out to everybody to see if you guys thought we should maybe put off talking about new movies at the at this point in time. Uh, I think for DQB does we're going to continue to do movie reviews, but they're probably going to be old shit uh, stuff that's been out for a while. Yeah, I've so this is a live conversation right now. Um, we've only talked about this a little bit before the show just yeah. so that you know those of you that do listen can can get a feel for this conversation yeah um i do agree Clay clayton has seen your hand go up but yeah i i mean i'm not a part of your podcast but i also have a movie podcast and i will say one of their stipulations was even if it's for older stuff if it's from one of the studios that like if it made it at that time and it would have been under the strike rules they don't want you talking about that either. Really? If you go down that road, yeah. But I mean, if it's stuff from not one of the Struck Studios, so A24, for instance. We're just going to watch <laughs> A24, A24 movies. There's a lot of A24 movies. That could keep you going for a year. Oh. Um, you'd 
be really pretentious by the end of it, but uh, <laughs> I, I, just, I wanted to throw that detail out that it's not just new movies Ugh. in those little details. It's yeah, very complicated. Yeah. I've seen people stressing about this all over Twitter ever since it happened. So yeah. if you find out, let me know. Cause I also am struggling. Right. Yeah. So this is, this is kind of how I feel about it. Um, so Drafty Quarters Productions is is meant to, you know, go on and become a larger studio. Uh that has always been like the number one goal since we started this, uh, is to 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 eventually create you multiple know, different kinds of content. Yeah. You know, from music to movies Dude, to don't call it content. It's what started all this trouble. <laughs> um Thanks, Shane. Yeah, for Well from... if we don't define it in the completely asinine way that the studios are defining it to get around from paying people, then we'll be fine because content can be called content. As long as you're like, hey, you deserve to be paid this much, and we will do that. Yeah. Which has always been a thing that we want to do if we're making money. So we're yeah. doing content at work. You're doing mm. manual labor at work. Yeah, that's different. That's content. <laughs> <laughs> Is it amusing but, someone? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it might be content. The CEO. I can't believe I tricked all these people into doing this thing for me. Uh. Um but so so yeah so draft quarters productions has always like the goal has always been to to go on and make a, a, any form of entertainment or content or you know whatever verbiage uh but to create art in one sense or another yeah and so the 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 way i do kind of feel about it is is i do want to support the writers and actors because i i am aware that it is it's not about you know, like we said, it's not about like the Tom Cruises and the Jessica Chastains um, or the Robert Downeys or Whoever. any of them. Like, it's not about the the big names that are household names that, you know, like it's about all of the other people that do all of the work on those those movies and shows that already don't get enough recognition and for sure don't get enough pay and are now trying to have their jobs replaced by AI. Um, so. So, so to a degree, like I, I do want to support them, yeah. Um, because in in our own terms, we are the little people at our jobs, yeah. Like, and we know what that feels like because, like, n none of us get paid enough to do the work that we do. Um, just based on like what the companies and bring in and like just the way it goes, the way it rolls downhill, right? Yeah, I mean, even with the thing they want to do with, let's take a background actor, pay them for a day of work, scan them with computers, and yeah. use their image in perpetuity for whatever we want. That's Think insane. about the makeup people that wouldn't have, that wouldn't be getting job to do their makeup. Yeah, yeah, wardrobe, clothing. I mean, it affects a ton of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's 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 the part that. So our government for however long now has been jobs, 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 jobs. Where, what the fuck, where are they at right now when all these jobs are about to go away? Because like in any, in any civilization that has ever existed, the entertainment of that civilization has always been a number one proponent of how to keep your people happy because there, there has to be entertainment. Like you think about all of all, all of the civilizations that have, or all of uh, there's another word that I want. Empires. 
em- empires, <laughs> societies. Like, think about all the empires and societies that have society. existed. Like, we do live basically, in a society. Basically, if, if we have no entertainment, everyone will will strike and riot because they'll be like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything distracting me from how shitty this all is. <laughs> so if you want to keep everybody from freaking the fuck out and losing their goddamn minds, then maybe you should keep this, you know, from happening. Yeah. You want to keep people happy. Start yeah. with the inner complacent. Keep yeah. us distracted. <laughs> yeah. God damn, this fucking episode. <laughs> I Jesus. know it's fucking terrible. <laughs> But I mean, it's true, and it is important. Like, like, cause, cause they, like, these people are us. Like, and that's a thing that I think a lot of people are missing. Like, they're just us. Yeah, and just in a industry that's currently trying to eradicate them. <laughs> yeah, which guess what? It's coming to your corporations next. It's yeah. coming to your local jobs next. I don't know how it went directly for Hollywood. That, I, I, that's what blows my mind. Well, I mean, I it does blow my mind, but also if you think about like, I guess if you think about where most of our money in our in our like median society is, yeah. like it makes sense that studios would be like, oh, how do I get more money? Yeah, I mean, but like early adopters are is always porn, so like I would I would imagine this would have happened in porn first, right? You know, we would have had, we, which we had like deep fakes. In porn first, really. Uh, but, like, we didn't have, like, okay, we're going to scan you naked, and then we're going to scan this dude naked, and then we're just going to make porn of you for the rest of forever. Here's 25 bucks. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Here's a fucking eight ball. When, just when, so you can continue to ruin your life. When the porn industry God has damn. more ethics than you, there's a fucking problem. They probably just can't <laughs> afford the CGI. <laughs> They had the idea. They have you seen the it. production design in a lot of porn? <laughs> production design. It's usually a shitty camera in someone's they, bedroom. They bought the one set, and that was it. No, they <laughs> rent a nice house. <laughs> I, I don't watch Sunrise films anymore. The internet's for amateurs. Do tell. Yep. Anyway. What? Did that not come off the same way I thought it did? <laughs> I, I went into the porn thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, um, yeah, but it's so it's just I don't know. It it, it is ridiculous. So like, I I would like to see us, you know, us as us and us as a collective society, like support these individuals and in their endeavor. Um, as I mean, it'd be hard because I love movies. Yeah, I love shows. But I mean, we we also wanted to ask our our listeners to chime in if what they think yeah um because we're we're still like talking about it we haven't decided one way or the other because one we're not huge and um two it's like you know i don't know that it matters if we're barred from sag after for for life (laughs) um but uh you know we also want to support them because that's what we talk about every week so um that's our bread and butter yeah it's our bread and butter yeah even when we're like shitting on your stuff that you make like we're still talking about we're it. still supporting you yeah we watched <laughs> like, it like we still we paid, respect that you do it we paid amazon prime to rent your movie or <laughs> whatever <laughs> uh so 
Yeah, we're we're interested in what our listeners have to say. So email us draftyq at gmail dot com. Uh, what you think about this whole thing? Um, if you uh think we should stop talking about new movies or movies in general, um, until this is over, uh, we we definitely can talk about comic books and video games and stuff like that. If we focus more on that, uh, there's a lot going on with that stuff too. You talk about books. Yeah. I don't have time to read books. I can't read Same. a book in a week. Yeah, that's Same. that's a lot, man. Listen to book. I can unless listen to a like, book. Unless we like do some YA books, I can read those in like eight hours usually. Ooh. Just, like watch all of the some uh, Hardy Boys mysteries. Fucking Netflix stand up <laughs> and talk about stand up. <laughs> I do want to get more into stand up. Yeah, I want to be a Fuck famous stand up guy. I'm not funny. what. Fuck Netflix, though. Well, yeah. I mean, other than defenders. having, yeah, they're one of the worst ones, but they also have the be best UI. The, <laughs> they do have a good UI. They're just gonna scan these comedians and put out awful AI jokes. Oh my god! So I actually, I was listening to it was on uh, it was on Two Bears, I think. Yeah, it was on Two Bears. This uh, comedian was on there, and he was talking about doing his special and there was he forgot a line in a in a joke in the best take cuz they actually like if you do, if you know or if you don't know they usually actually film multiple sets and then cobble it together for the special um and you don't usually notice but sometimes you can notice because of weird editing stuff yeah um but uh he forgot a line in the best take of this joke and they were like they went through it and they were listening to it or watching it. And he was like, Oh, we need to put this line in. And they actually AD'd it. And then he was like, well, it's really weird because you don't see me saying it and there's no reaction to it. They deep faked him saying it and added reaction in a comedy special. What the fuck? Horrifying. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you admitting to? Like, the guy's funny and he just forgot a line, but like, that is like towing a weird fucking line for a comedy special, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's. So while I, while I, while I find that like acceptable because the comedian was the one being like, oh, I forgot this. Yeah. Let's, okay, it, okay we can do this. It okay. opens a whole. But like Pandora's that's, box. Yeah, but that that's also a good point too. Like like creative control. Like I I don't think production studios should have creative control ever over a project. Like it should always fall to probably the director yeah. and some control I mean, to the writers of the thing. That's been a thing for but, forever that we've talked yeah. about studio interference with shit. Yeah. Sometimes it has to do with budget, which is more understandable than anything else, but like when it's about con act the actual content of the yeah of the piece then that's fucked up but i don't know anyway yeah um that's fucked yeah just email <laughs> us let us know what you think uh yeah everything is fucked right now they're talking about doing this through the end of the year at least yeah i'm just like well, it's not even august holy yeah. fuck yeah, we're, yeah. we're not gonna like 
I mean, I'm sure you talked about this in an earlier episode, but I mean, the studio is saying they weren't even going to talk to the writers again until they thought they'd be losing their houses and homes. Yeah. yeah. Like, Did we talk about uh, the Perlman video? We didn't <laughs> talk about the Perlman video. Because that, that was kind of <laughs> wild. That's a fun thing. That'll brighten it up a little bit. So Ron Perlman posted a video. Ron Perlman, uh, Hellboy uh, of Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Uh, Ron Perlman. Hellboy of Sons of Anarchy? So, yeah. yeah, both. Uh, self-proclaimed badass and probably actually capable of punching your heart out of your chest. Uh, posted a video online. Uh, yeah, in response to the uh, the studio's um a couple of ceos specifically talking about um letting people starve and lose their homes before they even started talking to them about their strike uh <laughs> his response was basically like we know who said it <laughs> we know where you live <laughs> there are God. lots of ways and, you can lose a home and there are lots of ways you can lose a home <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, Ron Perlman! Hell yeah! Veiled threat of like destroying this person's home and possibly killing them. And I was just like, "You just posted this on fucking TikTok or Instagram or some shit, bro!" Like, what? Do you, do you think that the guys were like, "Oh fuck, Hellboy said this. We better fucking stop." <laughs> I was like, "Oh wow, that's uh, goddamn." It's it, we're it's. <laughs> I'm all for just descending into chaos, like. Ugh. But it's it's like in 2016, when when Trump got elected and the National Park Service was like, "Hey, fuck you," and everyone was like, "Wait, what?" Because <laughs> <laughs> like, who would have thought that the fa the fall of everything would have been led by the actors and writers of Hollywood? Yeah, right. <laughs> and I mean, it's really dumb of them to be like these are the most recognizable faces who are so good at putting things into words in a way that people understand why would you piss them off yeah these people inspire us in our everyday lives like that is actually that is a really good point and they like, might burn your house down <laughs> they they're gonna they're gonna inspire a rebellion like the writers unless you're film nerds like us people don't know who the writers are yeah give a shit yeah they don't understand how things work but the actors yeah we know them yeah everybody knows them yeah my so, mom has said something about jeremy renner the other day and i'm like how the fuck do you know who jeremy renner is <laughs> they're gonna so the writers are gonna write speeches for the actors for the actors to come out inspire the little people and we're gonna turn the whole fucking country upside down yeah let's so, fucking go it's what it needs <laughs> Russell sounds like you want to fight some guys. Uh, so, so if you recall, well, maybe I, I guess you wouldn't recall, but there was a very, very specific episode of our podcast where we the the five. It was when we were doing a one whole podcast across the whole network, and the five of us had a very heated debate. But but it all boiled down to we need someone to come to the forefront and lead. Just a full out rebellion. Who would have thought it was Fran Drescher? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Do you know that Fran Drescher is the the president of SAG? <laughs> no, I don't. She Guys. gave a wonderful fiery speech. You should watch it. It's worth watching. I'm yeah. in. I love Fran Drescher. Yeah, yeah. 
So for our listeners, Fran Drescher is the president of SAG. So like you should check that and out. And if you happen to not know who Fran Drescher is. She is the nanny. I watched so much of the nanny. I know, me up. too, man. Yeah. Uh fuck. You, you guys wanna like get out of headlines? Can we move on before I have to edit out a whole thing about tearing down the government? Yeah. I thought uh, I, I guess say, I should edit that out. I thought I'd ask more uh, to watch the nanny and so, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Go ahead. Recommendation time. We're gonna let's get happier. I have a recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should watch the machine. <laughs> I heard that wasn't that good. It's okay. So you should not buy it for fifteen dollars on Amazon like I did. Um, but I wanted to see it. Uh, cause like I, you guys have caught on that I've been listening a lot to, uh, Bert and Tom on two bears. So, or Mike and Dave in a different reality. Yeah, basically. Um, and, uh, so I just like listen to them talk about the movie like over and over again for the last like year. Uh, and, uh, so I, I watched it and it's weird. Like the first half is not very good and then it gets funny. Like there's funny parts, but like it gets good and funny towards the end. Okay. Um but yeah, I don't recommend buying it. Uh and I would recommend waiting until all this shit blows over and it's on streaming service that's paying people what they should get paid for the movies that they're in. A24. <laughs> uh but I mean it's going to be I'm I imagine it's going to be on Netflix because he has like this relationship with Netflix, so um uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting, and I think it's good enough to recommend. Okay, I I wanted to see it. I just never got around to it. Yeah, I love Bert. Yeah, he's he's just Bert in the movie. So. He's the machine. Yeah, it's told strangely, but because it's not really about the story of the 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 story that you heard in the stand up. It's about a story because of that. If you okay. watch the trailers, yeah, yeah. So, um, that was my favorite idea for them to do for that it was like not to do the story, but to do like a sequel to the story. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's something that he did during the story, uh, becomes a problem later like now in his life basically uh and he has to go back to russia with his dad with mark hamill yeah <laughs> and like some of it is not actually his life and some of it is because it's it's a movie so it's like oh my god i saw that trailer i was trying to think the whole entire time i'm like i feel like james and i watched this trailer together and then you said mark hamill and i was like yeah that's yeah. it that <laughs> yeah, looks <yeah>. ridiculous <laughs> oh yeah I thought it looked kind of bad oh yeah it's completely ridiculous uh and it's, it's not great but it's 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 amusing and fun to watch so um but yeah, like the first 40 minutes or so, I was like, this is not great. And then it, it like kind of got going really late. And I was like, okay, this is better. But yeah, it's, it's, I, I would consider it worth a watch, not worth $15 on Amazon, especially right now. Hmm. I might have to watch it sometime. Yeah. Sounds good. 
I could watch Shane's copy now. I yep. mean, it's not mine. That's true. I I'm renting it in, until the licensing agreement expires. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> we we we. I mean, if we're gonna watch something, we should start having viewing parties with like thirty people in the living room. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's so many people in your living so room. So many people. <laughs> You know, we'll no just couch. like have people upstairs and people downstairs watching the same movie. We'll like make sure to start it at the same time. Oh yeah, let's do that. Yeah, dibs on Shane's bed. You can't really see the TV very well from there. Damn it, dibs on Shane's lap. Uh, I mean that works. <laughs> yeah, it does. Cute. I wouldn't be able to see it worth a fuck. But <laughs> and that chair's not making it through that whole movie. You've already seen it. Wow. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, that's all I got for recommendations. Uh, well, I apparently am the only film fan in this room. Whatever. And uh, <laughs> I did Barbenheimer on opening day. And I would love to recommend Barbie. Okay. <laughs> Oppenheimer was technically proficient. I felt every second of that last hour. Oof. Yeah, but I'm in a minority, so judge for yourself. But I did see it the way it was meant to be seen. 70 millimeter IMAX. You're in one of the 30 theaters around the world that can do that. Go for it. Yep. It was, I don't regret the experience, but Barbie, five out of five movie. I laughed out loud so many times. There is a monologue in the third act that I wanted to stand up and cheer. And I even was moved to tears at one point, which I was not expecting from the Barbie film, even though it was from Greta Gerwig. Uh, can't recommend it enough. Go see it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I do kind of want to see it. We're going to go see Oppenheimer tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I'm not, unfortunately. <laughs> I'd like to, but I have plans. Yeah. It's at 3.50, so it'll be over at 6... 50. <laughs> it is a solid three hours. That would almost the climax work happens at hour two. Jesus Christ. Wait, which climax? <laughs> you know what climax. Oh, because they're naked in the movie, yeah. right? Uh, one person is naked in the movie, even though I thought, I, I feel like I was promised Killian, Killian's little Murphy. And we I know he's fine for it because he did it in 28 Days Later. And you know, yeah, he's not was, American. They don't give a fuck. So. I was told that there you know, was. Uh, there's a lot of Florence Pugh. She's naked at every about every scene with her. And I'm all for gratuitous nudity and sex in the movies. I'm not one of those people. But yeah. even I had the thought during this, why is she naked in all of these scenes? <laughs> wow. Uh I mean, I'm okay with that, but like, if it doesn't make sense, yeah, like I like everyone else in the scene is close. That's not something I ever think about. No, it's like, like there's a scene with I her watch. and Killian, like Killian's sitting in, a, sitting in a chair naked, and she's like across from him, but and like, so you don't see anything on him. And the, but I'm like, why did they have to have this conversation naked? Yeah, we know they're fucking. That's not a like, and that's not something that ever crosses my mind in a movie. Which is the only reason I'm mentioning it, uh, huh? Like, I don't have an issue with how the female characters are presented in the movie, like some people have been saying. I think that's a dumb take. But I did wonder about Florence Pugh's nudity. Hmm. 
Like, I don't think yeah, she was like used or anything for it. I mean, she's all about free the nipple and stuff. I think she's fine with it. It just seemed odd. It stood out to me. Yeah. Maybe but they it were was, like... it was rivetingly acted, very technically proficient. It was technically well edited, but it was long. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I also, there was talk of, I'm also confused because there was talk of like his erect, like him, not just his dick being in it, but like his erect penis being in it. Like, which is a big deal because like we usually don't. They yeah, usually, you usually get the floppy dick. Yeah, you usually get. Yeah, flaccid. there is a there is no no penis in it at all. No, we yeah, even, I don't fuck? even think we see his butt. What? What? I thought for sure, unless I just missed it. But you I mean, again, I was for watching, like thirty seconds. <laughs> I was watching it on a, it six, a, butt real a quick. six story tall screen. <laughs> yeah, I that's feel, a big and, butt. I, and I was looking for it because yeah. I was like, I feel like I was promised naked Killian. But That'd be I a know, big maybe I did penis. miss it. Let let me know if I missed it, and then I will begrudgingly rewatch it at some point. We'll let you know because I'm so overwhelmingly in the minority on this. I was like, maybe I just wasn't in the mood for it. Sure, but I was excited for it and everything. Hmm. But yeah. I will say, for the Barbenheimer peeps out there, I think it does a disservice to both films to do them immediately back to back. Which what did you start with? I did Barbie first and then okay. Oppenheimer. But I did a super late night Thursday. So I got out of that at like one in the morning on Friday and then I went to like a three PM of Oppenheimer on Friday. Okay. So it was like in the same day, but I was just like, God, I couldn't imagine either order. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people were other. saying not to watch Oppenheimer first. Oh yeah, yeah I would totally want uh barbie afterwards but again i don't know because i thought like you would do oppenheimer oppenheimer first and then if you felt bad after oppenheimer you would be like okay barbie's pretty emotional too but i also feel like oppenheimer i mean both of them kind of sit in your head for a little bit yeah so maybe too much barbie is surprisingly heavy yeah like not in a bad way no not in a bad way in a in a very interesting way like surprisingly heavy like, I, I walked out of the theater, and the, the first thing I said to uh, Cassie, because Cassie and I went and watched it, first thing I said to her was, I was like, there are going to be so many men that watch this movie that hate this movie just because. Ben Shapiro hated it. Yeah. <laughs> like, because it, it... Like, I think the message is good. And it's such not, a good message for men and women. Because, like, there's, there's, like, different versions of feminist, right? Like, there's, there's, like, feminism that is, like, promotes equality and wants things to be equal. And then there's, like, the, I don't want to say alt-feminism, but there's, like, going too far down the hole where it's, like, well, let's just flip the whole script and, like, it should be, like, women are, all women are in power. And yeah. instead of a patriarchy, we want a matriarchy. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's like going too far with it. And it's not at that point, it's not about equality. It's about taking over, taking over and taking sure. power, which like is a little far. But I felt like Barbie is actually like portrayed. I would have liked a little bit, a little bit more like to the movie, but 
I did feel like it did a very good job of just like being female, like having this like female empowering mm-hmm. like ideology behind it without sure. it being like, well, men are scum. Yeah, yeah. Like in general. But well, <laughs> you say that. I thought it was very I kind to men, honestly. <laughs> I looked at a text I got, and it's just a fat ass. And I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but yeah, but I, I did. I also thought Barbie was like really good. I mean, I saw it, I mean, this is Wednesday. I saw it last Thursday night. I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. Yeah. Let's go watch it, Shane. Yeah. I actually have a question for you two about Barbie. Margot has had a reputation up until now for kind of being box office poison. Okay. Uh, do you think that she's going to get credit? for this not flopping because so i mean so far it's done very well this has done very well again it hasn't even been on a week and worldwide it's made almost half a billion dollars yeah uh it (laughs) this movie is doing very well i don't know where i mean it's a lot of aspects that come together very well i mean a lot of credit to gerwig Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie. I don't know that either one of them are necessarily proven box office gold just on their own. Actually, both of them had been kind of given the. Yeah, that. I mean, they've both had big movies and they've both had flops. Yeah. I mean, I loved Babylon. Uh, I'm in the minority on that, but I thought it was amazing. I think Margot's always reliably great, even if the movies don't do well. Yeah. She's in something I generally will go to the theater to see that performance. Um, but yeah, I would say it's a lot of factors, but I would love to see her get credit for it. I've seen a lot of people praising her performance and okay. Gosling's performance, and I mean, they're the Gerwig and the and America Ferrera. I've seen getting a lot of credit for. It. I mean, it's just it's a very well done movie yeah. on all fronts. I didn't mm. know America Ferrera could act. Same, I'd never had an opinion on her. So like, and... because because my only impression really was like Superstore. And like that's yeah. Just I like never saw that. I never sitcom. watched Sister of the Traveling Pants or yeah, whatever that was. Thing. I never saw her in a lot. I knew she was, but I'd never really seen her in anything. Yeah, yeah but she she gave she, an she gave that monologue. Yeah. I just and again, like it was about women, and I'm a man, and I like I had to like tell myself don't stand up and cheer you're in a theater <laughs> it was so good. You would have started it. Everyone would have stood up yeah. after you. Uh, honestly. Um, I so that Fuck is a really good question. Independence Day, that thing was amazing. <laughs> All right, I'm intrigued. Um, Shit. That so your question is super interesting. I think they've already laid the groundwork to not give Margot credit. Yeah, <clears throat> because of how many people talk about, or because of how many news outlets are reviewing the movie and just talking about Ryan Gosling like absolutely stealing the show. Like ever, almost every article I mean, he, I've seen, he has the same reputation. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, even but, uh, talking about like Oscar possibility and stuff for this movie. Jesus ever, Christ! Well, I mean, a lot, yeah. I mean, I think this movie is definitely going to be in the awards conversation, but a lot of people it, are it talking about be. Ryan Gosling for supporting actor, and I haven't seen a lot of people mentioning Margot Robbie 
Yeah, but interesting. Mar- Mar- Margot Robbie like does an amazing job. Like this is a, it's it's a different role. She has the less showy performance. Yeah, like Ryan Gosling. Like I understand w- why someone would be like, oh, well, Ryan Gosling stands out because like the script, but like Margot's performance, like as a Barbie, and as like. I don't want to give anything away, but like just like what she like does and goes through in the movie and how it's profound a tough performance and she yeah. nails it. Yeah, she does phenomenal. Okay. Like there's no but I also love her. Yeah. I think but, she and it's has, not a typical Margarabi performance because she usually does showier roles than this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, the thing we'll be talking about in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, and I mean that's kind of why I was asking because like because we we're gonna talk about Itanya on DQB does for next week, um, and like that's that's kind of. I mean, I didn't hear anything about her performance in that movie. It was Oscar nominated, was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I feel like you know, like it wasn't covered the way that some other stuff is covered. Because like I I kind of I would kind of put that. I mean, I don't want to, like, talk about the movie before we talk about the movie <laughs> later, but uh, I would kind of put that similar to, like, um, uh, what's her fuck? Doing Monster. Charlie's. Charlie's there. Yeah. Doing Monster, right? Like, it's it's like a weird role in a totally different thing that she's done before, and, like... Which is so funny. The episode that I just recorded on my podcast, we brought up Ashley Judd's performance in Bug and compared it to Charlie's in Monster. So yeah. it's really funny. Yeah, right? But so, like, and I feel like she just has, like, a really weird reputation in media. Like, in, in the media, like, they don't talk about her in, like, a great way. Right? And And I feel like, you know, this is a movie where she could do amazing and she's not going to get any credit for it because one, it's a huge, it's a huge IP, right? It's bar, it's Barbie, right? People were going to go see it, whether it was shit or not. So like, mm, not necessarily. Yeah, they were like, it's, it's a huge thing. Like pe- people were going to take their little girls to see it because they Which love Barbie. It's funny because it's like not for, it's not kids. for kids. Yeah. But like, it not would that have, it's inappropriate for children. It's just, yeah, it's not, it's not written for children. It's right. not a kid's movie. Right. But, like, it's a huge IP. Everybody's talking about Gosling. Everybody's talking about Gerwig. You know, everybody's talking about basically everything but Margot. Yeah. I also, I'm not the best person to ask because I'm in, like, a weird film Twitter bubble. So I feel like everyone I'm surrounded by is talking about her and stuff. Sure. But, as yeah. like, I'm trying to think if I, like, narrowed it down to just big publication stories and not all the individual reviewers and people. I do think you are right, but that's not necessarily what I'm seeing, but I'm also seeing a very specific yeah, chunk right. of the populace. Most yeah. Of the I mean, time. if you're just on Reddit or if you're just on Twitter, then you only see like a small proportion of, of people's I mean, opinions. So many things, but I get like at this point, everything's so streamlined for me. So sure. I've just gotten to that level of i have blocked the people i need to have blocked i yeah. see the stuff that i <laughs> yeah, want that you to see. see um it's very curated by now which is lovely right but sometimes it 
isn't necessarily the best at perspective, which is great. I don't love to see a lot of the stuff that's out there. So I like that I don't, but sure. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. I saw somewhere that uh, Margot Robbie ran into John Cena. And she, he's, okay. she's like, hey, do you want to be in this movie? And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. And apparently he's a cameo. He does have a cameo. It's very fun. It's a good cameo. God damn it. It's one of the best. I mean, I already want to watch it because it was, but like, I don't know. The stuff you guys have said about it makes me want to watch it more. Yeah. So. Chain? It's hard to mm-hmm. talk about without spoiling it. Yeah. No, you guys have done all right. I was I luckily really... I had only seen that first teaser trailer that came out. It had missed all the other marketing for it, so it was almost like going in cold. It was wonderful, which is crazy for such a huge, yeah, hugely marketed movie. Yeah, yeah. we saw multiple trailers. But let's go, Shane, and beat each go. other off. Go. That's from the trailer. That's why nobody's beaching each other off. <laughs> We'll we'll beat you off in the theater. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. All right. Does that... You also have another recommendation, don't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, if anyone wants to read a really good but really heavy book, Mysterious Skin by Scott Heim, I'm reading currently, which was adapted into the movie Mysterious Skin with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt few years back about these two kids who are touched inappropriately by their baseball coach and the different ways they go in life after that. It's a little bit heavy, but it's very good. Mm. Uh, mm, would recommend. Okay. Is it all for recommendations then? Yeah, I think so. I believe so. All right. Well, it's my turn to talk now. Yeah. Uh, so Clayton, I don't know if you know this, you probably do. I have a very extensive VHS collection. Oh, that's wonderful. I love a good VHS collection. Me too. Me too. I have like a bunch. Uh, so I've decided to watch one and talk about it every week. Yeah. Different one, not the same one. That'd be weird. Um, so yeah, what we're gonna, we're gonna do what's in Dave's VCR this week. Uh, in my VCR this week is a rough one. <laughs> this is just a great episode. Yeah, yeah. You want to borrow Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows sometime? I got that VHS sitting in my shelf in my room. I'm pretty sure I have that one on VHS. <laughs> Oof. Uh, so this one is from 1986. Okay. Uh, it's called Combat Shock. Oh uh, god. It is distributed already. It was distributed by Troma. Oh god. Also a small studio. Oh, so you should support Troma. Yeah. You watch all Troma movies. Oh god damn it. They probably would YouTube pay their actors just took down their channel. Really? Yeah. Troma's channel? Yeah, cuz of inappropriate content or something even though they've I think it was Troma. I could be wrong. Now I'm second guessing myself, but I'm pretty sure it was them. And it's been on there forever and just Took down their channel. I mean, they have a lot of inappropriate things. Uh, yeah. So this was distributed by Troma. It wasn't. It wasn't produced by them. Okay. Uh, but it. Um, I'll just read the synopsis. Uh, Frankie is a war vet whose life sucks. He has no money, a nagging wife, junky friends, and a deformed baby. This is the story of one day in his pathetic post-war life. <laughs> 
not a deformed baby. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's way what? deformed. What? So this movie. Wait, I think I know You're this going movie. Through this plot, it, and I'm just like, uh huh, uh huh. And then he pulled out the deformed baby line. And it was just like, wait, what? Did I hear that right? I'll read the tagline because taglines just as fun. Uh, fighting, killing, maiming Agent Orange, and the torture cages were the easy part. Ooh, the easy part. So this movie, it's wild. It's a. It feels like watching Taxi Driver mixed with Eraserhead. <laughs> what a combo! Yeah, right. What? Right. So this movie is super fucking heavy. It follows this dude Frankie, who was a Viet, like a Vietnam vet. Um, he, he was uh, a POW and tortured and stuff, but eventually escaped. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the um. The government is he's actually labeled technically dead. Okay. Uh, but it's him. They they live in New York, I believe. It's him and his wife and their baby who's a year old, but he's still a baby because he's been so deformed because of the Agent Orange that Frankie went through. Um Okay. Yeah, and it's he has no he hasn't like he has no job. Uh well he's a baby. <laughs> no, no, not the baby. Oh, okay. Frankie. Are, are you going to get to the deformities, or do yeah, I have to I, ask you? I, I know. I'm dying to know how this baby is deformed. I can show you a picture, probably. Describe it, please, um, so the listeners know. Not as bad. I don't know if you guys have seen eraser head. I have not. That is a lynch blind spot for me. Uh, it's not as bad as that baby, but um, it, it's kind of like a very tiny gray sloth from the Goonies. Yeah. I also haven't seen the Goonies. What? Well, I'll just pull up. A, a, I'm sure I could find it. It looks too old at this point. You keep talking. I'll, I'll yeah, pull it up. I... Okay. Uh, but yes, this baby is very deformed. Uh, they live in the shitty, rundown apartment that nothing works. Uh, they're about to be evicted because they have no money. He hasn't worked in four months. A super fucking depressing movie. And like, it's really heavy, but it's also like sort of like that trauma vibe where it's very over the top like their entire house is just covered in dirt like what the fuck is that ah it's so (laughs) ugly yep that's the baby it looks like i love it 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 makes horrible sounds it looks like (laughs) someone do it yeah do the sound it's like (laughs) yeah it looks worse. like uh, somebody that <laughs> sounded like Sylvester Stallone and Cliffhanger can't draw <laughs> or do anything artistically with their hands. Tried to make a baby out of Fimo or clay. If you don't know what Fimo is, just I'll just say clay. Yeah, out of clay because no one knows what Fimo is. Pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. That is a very accurate description. <laughs> oh Good job. Gosh. Um. But yeah. I don't know why I said Fimo. I just did. <laughs> and then I was like, nobody knows what that is. I'm going to awkwardly get out of this. <laughs> but yeah, it's super rough. Like, it, the subject matter is rough. Um, it's basically, it shows, he, he does a lot of narrating of, like, you know, back when he was in Vietnam. Yeah. And, like, all these, like, every night I go there. And, like, there's some <laughs> weird shit. But then also, like, there's a part where he's being tortured in Vietnam. And you can see there's a mall in the background. <laughs> so... <laughs> The good old jungles of Vietnam. <laughs> yep. You just, the woods uh, out you, behind the mall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, 
It's rough though because there's some shit that happens in the movie. Yeah, like he's got junkie friends. Like one of his junkie friends robs this lady to get some money for drugs. drugs. Yeah, and uh, he doesn't have any needles, so he just like opens up his arm and pours it in. What the fuck? That like works. There, I, don't know. I feel like there are steps <laughs> you could yeah. do before you got to that. I mean, you would I, think. I, I, I don't know. I've been on hard drugs and. You know, I feel like there are just there are lots of ways to do drugs. There's so many ways to do drugs. He could have he could have done it up his butt. He apparently did not think of that because he just like cut a hole in his arm and just poured the drugs in. Wasteful. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Uh, so this movie was uh, written by. I wrote the name down. Get you some education here. Um, Buddy Giovinazzo. Probably AI saying that the wrong. writers. You think an AI could come up with this shit? Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's starring Rick Giovanazzo. Yeah. Who you guys might know from doing music work on X-Men Days of Future Past, on the solo movie, and the first Transformers. Okay. Just to name a few. I have seen those films. Yeah. The music? <laughs> that guy. That guy worked on it. Uh, uh, yeah, it's... It was a rough watch. Like, it's very dark, you know, subject matter. Yeah. And, like, it's very much very, like, exploitation film. Yeah. yeah it sounds just like a, it could have been a missing thing from Grindhouse. Yeah, exactly. What's, but the, like, what's the runtime on this puppy? Uh, hour and a half. A cool 90 minutes. Gotta, gotta love a tight 90. Me too. Me too. Yeah, it's a tight 90. Um, yeah, it's wild. I think I saw them talk about it on uh, uh, that YouTube channel that I watched a lot of. That's not Watch Mojo. The other one. The other one? Yeah. That I can never remember what it's called. What culture? Yeah, what culture? That one? Thanks. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty like big cult movie. Like yeah. A lot of people do that. It's also inspired by a song by the band Suicide. Okay. So like the the song's called like Frankie Teardrop. What? Um but yeah, it's wild. Is the baby's name Frankie? No, it's Frankie's the Vietnam vet. Oh, okay. The do baby's remember, just in it like short. Do you remember the baby's name? I don't think it has a name. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's just one. baby. <laughs> Is the baby more or less horrifying than the mom under the bed in that episode of the X-Files? Oh shit. Pretty horrifying. I'd say more horrifying. Wow. It's pretty... I set that bar high. Yeah. It makes some terrible sounds. Like, it cries, but it sounds like it's just like you're, like, killing a cat. Like, it's... it's Pretty accurate. Kill it. Yeah. Oh, baby is horrifying. Watch the movie. That had to just be, like, the only sperm. There was just one? Yeah, just just one sperm. And it fucking, it. like, just shot right into that egg. Well, apparently not, because halfway in the movie, you mentioned that he mentions that his wife is also pregnant again. Yeah, so each load only has one sperm. <laughs> one yeah, he's just a really good aim. Glazed sperm. <laughs> yeah, so combat shock. If you want to feel... Uncomfortable, but also kind of like, hey, there's a mall there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, that is clearly like food coloring. But oh my God. Yeah, it's wild. Okay. That's what's in my VCR. Wow. This week.
Tune in next week. Nope. No, not next week. I won't be here. Yep. <laughs> Why won't you in be here, weeks. Dave? I'm going to Gen Con. Fuck you. Oh, sorry, Shane. It's okay. Well, that's what we can fill recommendations with in two weeks is your Gen Con trip. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what that. is it? What is Gen Con? It's a gaming convention in Indianapolis. Oh, shit. My friends that I'm going to play that game are going to it. I oh, haven't nice. decided if I'm going to go, but I was like, I can get dinner with you guys afterwards. It's super fun. Even if you're not like super into like games and stuff, there's, uh, there's shit to do. Ah, just money's tight, and I'm so busy, and the thought of going to convention with all those people just makes my anxiety go... Definitely. That's all fair. Yeah. That's all I had. Okay. Uh, Do you know what that means it's time for? What? what, what? Hang a big brain with... Russell? Yeah. Huh? I made a quiz. Russell made a quiz. I'm gonna lose. I made this a few weeks ago. <laughs> Is it an anti-Shane quiz? Oh, guaranteed. I had an idea for a quiz, so I typed it up. Alright. So this quiz is called Vice Versa. Okay. And the theme of this quiz is actors who have played the same character. This quiz is worth 38 points, and there are 10 questions. Okay, so there's multiple answers for each question? Uh... Yes, some of the questions have multiple answers. Okay. Not all of them. Yeah. Uh, it is not multiple choice. I'll ask you the question, and then you can buzz in after the question if you know the answers. So like how questions get, work? Cool. So cool. if there's multiple movies, you'll get a point for each movie that you can name, uh, and then you'll get a point for either the actors or the character names. More often than not, the character names. Okay. Got it. Got it? All right. So we need buzzers. Shane? Ooh, pick me. (laughs) (laughs) You know I love a good pick me. (laughs) (laughs) Dave? Pick me more. Oh, that's not confusing at all. (laughs) I don't think I put the buzzer. I can switch it. Hold on. Pop. I hit that one. Pop works. <laughs> Clayton, what's your buzzer? Mine. All right. That all seems pretty distinguishable. I shouldn't have a hard time telling. All right. Question one. Bill Murray and Johnny Depp both played a neurotic journalist. What was his name and what movies? Pop. Dave. Hunter S. Thompson. Yep. Uh, it was uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and uh, Where the Buffalo Roam. Correct. I did it. I got I got points. Pick it up, Shane. Three points for Dave. Question two. Based off a novel from 1954, Charlton Heston and Will Smith both played this doctor fighting to survive. Mine. Clayton. What is Dr. Doolittle? Incorrect. Ah, oh, damn it. I don't remember his name. Oh my god, did you say Charleston Heston and Will Smith? He did. Yeah. I was totally thinking. <laughs> can, can I get partial credit for the movies? Yes. I don't remember you the don't, doctor's you, name. You don't have to get all of the answers right to get the points. Okay. Uh ooh, pick me. Shane. Uh it's a uh uh Omega Man. Mm-hmm. It was the Charlton Heston one. Yep. What the fuck was the Will Smith one? Why can't I think of it? 
Oh my god! <laughs> Fuck! Oh my god. Fuck me. Whatever. Bob? <laughs> Dave? I am legend is the Will Smith God one, right? damn it! Yep. What was the doctor's name? Can't remember his name. Uh, the doctor's name is Dr. Robert Neville. Neville. Mm. I'm just like... Those are the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. They're running based through off the, the... I am legend. Yeah, I'm running huh. through the endings in my head, and I can't remember the name of the <laughs> doctor or the movie. I'm just like... Why? Why am I stupid? <laughs> I like this game. It, it's it's uh, some of some of these questions are kind of hard. Um, I'm so bad at this. Question three. <laughs> I already know it. Sir Anthony Hopkins and Hugh Jackman both gave portrayals as this professor in vastly different films. <clears throat> Mine. Clayton. Professor Van Helsing in Dracula and. Van Helsing? Yep. Nice, nice. Thank you, thank you. It took me to, I'm like, uh, okay. As soon yeah, as he I like, damn it. I didn't know Van Helsing was a professor. Really? Yeah. I knew that. Because I knew that. I was like, what other movie did they play the same guy? <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I did a double take because I was like, I couldn't remember yeah. who played Van Helsing and Van Helsing. I had, to, I had to look up. Uh, I took a leap of faith. I, I thought he was a doctor, so I had to look up what what he actually was. But yeah, mm. he was I thought professor. it was a doctor, but I knew he was a professor. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Question four. Billy D. Williams and Aaron Eckhart both played this district attorney. Ooh, pick me. Shane. Uh, Harvey Dent. Yep. In uh, Dark Knight. Yep. And in uh, Batman. Yep. Damn. Nice, Shane. Still getting trounced. I got one question right. That caught you up. Part of the oh, question. yeah. Dave's we're, at we're four. Tied. Shane's at four. Clayton's at three. Oh damn! It's a tight game. I was yeah. getting trounced. Not anymore. All right. Question five. <clears throat> Nicholas Cage and John Travolta have played the same character twice. One a criminal and one an FBI agent. What were those characters' names and what movie? Bop. Dave. Face off. Yep. I don't remember the names. Uh, <laughs> Shit. Um, fuck. What was the names? Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. I don't know the names. Yeah, I don't remember the names. I have no idea what their names were. This is going to piss me off. <laughs> uh, that's why I didn't even go for the buzzer. I'm I, like, it's face off, but I have no <laughs> clue who they played. Uh, Sean Archer. But the the one I thought someone would get would be Caster Troy. Caster Troy. Shit, yes! Fuck, Caster I have only seen face off once in my life. God. Just to check it off the, check it off the list. <laughs> that was fun, but I Damn don't. It. Yeah. Question number six. Heath Ledger, Johnny Depp, Jude Law and Colin Farrell all played the same character in the same movie. Mine. Dr. Clayton. Parnassus. I would like the full name of the movie, please. The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus? Yes. Do you know the name of the character? 
I assumed it was just Dr. Parnassus. I didn't see the oh, movie. Oh, it is not. <laughs> wow. But I don't know. I just got the movie. You got the movie. His name was Tony. No. Not Dr. Parnassus? Nope. Dr. Par- Parnassus, Parnassus, whatever it is, is uh, the, he's like the, it's like a, uh, like a made up thing. Uh, but that yeah, came out right after actual he name died, and I, I didn't have the heart, and never went back to it. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's it an interesting crazy. movie. Um, question seven: Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon-Levitt both played this time traveler. Mine, Clayton. The film was Looper. No idea what their name was. Somebody wants to jump in for that, but I wanted to get the point for the movie title. Yeah, that's like... yeah. I got the movie down, yeah. but that's... <laughs> nope. I've never seen it. So was Joe? Fuck you, <laughs> Bob Joe. Oh man. Oh my god. I'm. This is this is a great quiz. I'm doing awful. <laughs> it is a good quiz. It's a good quiz. Uh, I don't get to do very many quizzes, so this is fun. Question number eight. Sean Connery, Clive Owen, and Nigel Terry all gave performances as this mythological character. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. I know what this is. Uh, Bop? Dave? Uh, Dragon. Dragon heart. Mine. Incorrect. (laughs) Clayton. Did they both play the character of Lancelot? I know it was a King Arthur story that they were both, but I can't remember who they played. Is that the movies, though? Is one of them King Arthur and the other one... I don't fucking know the Sean Connery one, but am I in the ballpark? Is that the uh, one? one of the movies is King Arthur, yes. So uh, I'll give you a point. Who picked me? Shane. Excalibur. Yes. It's one of the movies. Yep. Uh, I don't know who the other guy is. What was the other guy's name? Sean Connery, Clive Owen, and Nigel Terry all gave performances as this mythological character. <sighs> King Arthur? Um, yes. Okay. Wait, what do you... Is the character. <clears throat> yes, King Arthur is the character. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the Nigel Terry one is. Bop. Or is that is that Excalibur? Or not Excalibur? Yeah, that's Excalibur. Never mind. Unpop. Nigel Terry was Excalibur? Yeah, he's King Arthur and Excalibur. What the fuck is the Sean Connery one? Fuck. I'm kind of disappointed. This is like this. This is fuck. like one of my favorite movies. I know. What the fuck is the name of it? Blade Runner. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna have to call it on you, Shane. Sword in the Stone. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh. Point for the character, point for the movie. Uh, Sean Connery played King Arthur in First Night. First Night, son of a where bitch. Richard Gere played Lancelot. Yeah. In my defense, Sean Connery did pl- voice the dragon in Dragonheart. He did. He did. 
You were correct. It just wasn't what I asked. <laughs> was not the question. Just want to let people know Dragonheart exists. I don't know that Nigel Terry and Clive Owen both ever also voiced a dragon. They could have. <laughs> I think Clive Owen could voice a dragon. Yeah. He's, oh, yeah. Got, he's got a good voice for that. I think that. he could, too. Let's, let's get another Dragonheart movie after this shit's over. Dragonheart 2. All right. I mean, that's already a movie. Dragonheart 3. I don't know if that was or not. <laughs> question like number nine. Bruce Campbell, Austin Butler, and Michael Shannon all played this legendary rock star. Mine. Oh, Clayton. Yeah. Elvis Presley. Yes. Movies? Uh, Austin Butler's was just called Elvis. I have no idea what the other two were called. Who picked me? Knew they both played them. <laughs> Shane. Bubba Hotep. Yep. Who was the other person? Michael Shannon. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, I know. Uh, God damn it. I don't know what the name of the movie is, but now I know. I Seeing him. I don't know what the name of the movie is. Son of a bitch. Must sound like a dummy. Bob? Dave? Leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> no. I knew it. I'd be a dummy. What's the name of that movie? Uh, the name of that movie is, is Elvis and Nixon. Elvis and Nixon. Uh, oh, that sounds boring, but I would love to see Michael Shannon play Elvis because that sounds wonderful. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, I do believe the whole movie is centered around Elvis's uh, visit visit to the White House. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, guys. Question ten. This question is worth 11 points. Oh my fucking oh, god. Jesus. Can be worth up to 11 points. Okay? Name the five actors and their respective films slash shows who have given a performance as Tom Clancy's infamous CIA analyst Jack Ryan. Oh, pick me? Shane. Uh, uh, Krasinski? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Fucking no! No! Uh, Krasinski is in... Uh, oh, god damn it. What is the name of that show? Oh my god. I'm fucking this all up. I'm blanking on that so hard I can't think of any of the other ones. Fine. Do it. Fucking kill me. Well, for Jack Ryan, we've obviously got Chris Ginsky and his Amazon show that I believe is just called Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. God, it's not, fuck. It's not Jack called Shadow just Jack Crew or something. Jack Ryan. Is it, Jack Ryan the show. Is it Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit? I haven't watched it. Um, but we've also that got is a movie, but not John Krasinski's show. I. This is the one that was killing me that like also helped me blank because I know who this actor is. So I'll give you the point for <clears throat> the movie Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. We've got uh, The Hunt for Red October and that was Alec Baldwin. Yep. yep. And then we've got... Uh, Oh my god, now I'm blanking. I'm just going to throw this out there. <laughs> Do it. Did Harrison Ford play Jack Ryan? Harrison Ford did play Jack Ryan. And his were... 
Oh my god. The sum of all fears? That is not a Harrison Ford movie. Oh, but that, that is a Jack Ryan movie. Oh, all right. Well, I'll <laughs> oh, take I know that, that point for the sum of all fears. Uh, Can we oh come back God. in? <laughs> I know this. I literally, I know this. I've watched these so many times. I watched them recently. I am totally blanking on Harrison Ford's uh, Jack Ryan film. So I'm going to have to pass that baton on to whoever can beep in next. Bop. We can keep going. Like you guys can keep beeping in. Oh, so Bop. Dave, is the Harrison Ford one clear and present danger? Mm. That is one. Yes. Yeah, I got a point. Ah, oh, god damn it! And who picked me? Of course, now it came. Shane, Ben Affleck. Yep. That was some of all fears. Yep. Um. God damn it! Why can't I remember this motherfucker's Harrison name? Harrison Ford uh, was. Patriot Games. Yes. And obviously, Patriot Games, Clear and Present Danger, and he was in one more. Oh my God. Can't. Harrison Ford only plays Jack Ryan twice. Oh, I thought he did three. God damn it. What the fuck? Ah, Chris Pine. Chris Pine. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Brian is Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. Yeah. Between the three okay. of us, we can get this. <laughs> How many movies and stuff do we have left? You guys have said everything but the full name of the John Krasinski show. I have no idea on that because I just haven't watched it. I literally thought yeah, it was just know. called Jack Ryan. I'm being super technical about it. Bop. Like, not really, but yes. Go, Dave. Jack Ryan's My Big Fat Greek Wedding. <laughs> no. Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes yeah. Oh, my God. I thought I was about to throw the microphone. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. That was a fun quiz, Russell. That was, was a fun. very good quiz, Russell. All right. We got Dave coming in with six points. Yay. We got Shane coming in with 11 points. And our winner, Clayton, coming in with 14 points. Damn, nice! <laughs> Thank you. Dead Thank last. you so much. I never thought I would get this opportunity, and I'm just really proud. I want world <laughs> peace. I really do. <laughs> and that has been my game, Vice Versa. Which is also the name of a movie where two characters swap souls. I think you're thinking of Freaky Friday. This is it is before Freaky been Friday. Hanging big brain with Russell. Yep. Yeah. That's good. Uh, My but, hands are sweaty. <laughs> uh, since this is the end of that segment, it unfortunately means it's the end of the show. It's okay. It's been a long one. I think it's been a very long. One. I think it's been four days. Um, <laughs> we're clocking in at an hour and 40 minute boys Woo wee spicy uh, This is the DQP Weekly Yeah I've been yep boy Yep boy And with me as always is the Shane Dog <laughs> A.K.A. Shane Nesty Fuck the studios Amen Oh so with us is Russell the love muscle Oh yeah Give him the long dick 
Weird. AKA Producer Russell. Thanks for joining us on the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network. Please join us on all of your social media by searching Drafty Q, Drafty Quarters, or Drafty Quarters Productions. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, Instagram. Threads, I think. Um, also, you can send your comments, thoughts, concerns. Uh, email us at draftyq at gmail.com. We do genuinely want to know what you think of just kind of everything that's going on with sag after and more specifically how you feel about the promotion of studio content while striking workers are striking against studios. Um, also, join us on Patreon. Uh, we will be beginning to post a backlog of content on Patreon next month. Um, and you can follow us for $1 to access that backlog. We have over... Altogether, we have done over like 450 episodes. Um, so we should have quite a bit of content coming out on Patreon if you are just now joining us or you want to go back to our beginnings, our very humble, humble DQP does the MCU beginnings. Uh, those will be up sometime in August. Awesome. Also with us is a very special guest. Classy Clayton. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's been so dark. Classy. I felt like I just needed to you know. So I just need some moans. I get yeah. it. <laughs> Plug your shit. Well, you can find my podcast, Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies, pretty much everywhere you get your podcast. My co-host, Sean, and I pick a different movie every week to talk about with some fun guests, people in the podcasting community, film community, critics, you know, just fun people who like movies. And every once in a while, we have cool interviews and stuff. Um, you can find it everywhere. If you want to find me on the socials, I'm on Twitter, Blue Sky, Letterboxd, at just happy to see you, number two, letter C, letter U. You can find the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Blue Sky, pretty much everywhere except TikTok. Uh, search many like the like movies. You'll find it. Awesome. I guess we will catch you guys on the flip side. And don't let your meat blow.